Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. It's time for Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Presented by Realtor.com, your home for all Warriors information. Good evening, everybody. Matt Stein, Matt's Daryl, the Guru Johnson with you on Warriors Wrap-Up, presented by Realtor.com, your home for all Warriors information. And the Golden State Warriors lose tonight to the Denver Nuggets, 100-98. It was a game that wasn't the most well-played of the season, but it was a game in which the later it got, the more competitive the game got, it seemed like the Warriors... We're trying to turn it on in that fourth quarter. They, they got down double digits tonight. Uh, just couldn't get back into the game. Guru, how's it going? And uh, they take their first L of the year, the Warriors. Yeah, and I didn't see it coming, Stani. And we talked about what is going to keep the Warriors motivated this season. And during this game, I said, you know what? They know they have that button. That button, Stani, is the comeback button. And I thought they were going to use it uh, tonight. And Denver outplayed them and basically outshot them from the free throw line. But I'm noticing that Clay Thompson, I know it's three games, Steiny, but uh, he, he wasn't himself and he hasn't been himself. And moving forward, that's got to change because KD and Steph can't do it uh, by themselves. And a lot of overpassing tonight. And Iguodala was the main culprit of that. So I'm shocked that they didn't get the win. Well, Clay Thompson, I thought, was not taking good shots tonight, mm. especially in the first half. Uh, it looked like he was he was just trying to get one to okay. go down, and it it he couldn't do it. And he ended up making one in the second half, but he was one for six from three point range. Durant zero for four from three point range. The Warriors as a team seven for twenty nine from three point range, and they also committed eighteen turnovers. They also sent the Nuggets to the free throw line forty two times, although it was it didn't matter as much as it should have because the Nuggets only made twenty four free throws. So it was almost like the Warriors committed five, six less shooting fouls. But uh Steve Kerr talked about that, the new rules about freedom of movement uh seemed to be getting the Warriors a little bit. I don't think it's anything that's going to last too much longer. But it's clear through three games, as we know, teams are going to get up for the Warriors, Goo. Yeah, and I'm looking at uh, Kevin Durant through three games from three-point land, one of ten. And then also, Clay, two of 16. 10% for KD and 13% on the season for Clay. Steph seems to be like he's ready to go. Am I sounding the alarm too quick, Steiny? Through three games, this team is, is is predicated on hitting the three ball, and you got two dudes not can't throw it in the ocean. I mean, I'm not worried about okay. it. Okay. Uh, I I mean, if I'm the Warriors shocked. all why? I mean, they, you think they never go through shooting slumps? These guys. Had you not given me this printout, had I got not gotten these numbers, I, KD doesn't look like he's one of ten from three. I didn't know if that had to be brought to my attention, if that makes any any sense. I, well, I, I mean, through three, they've not been making threes in, in any of the games, really. Even in Utah last night. Steph's the only one. Yeah, Steph's the only one who's uh, who's hitting them. And 
You know, the guy tonight that I thought was was an interesting player, and he also ended up being involved in the in the big play of the night was Damian Jones. Uh, I just think he's he's continuing to get better. No doubt. Uh, Still needs to rebound a little bit more. What do you have today? Oh. Damian Jones had two rebounds in, in, in nineteen two. minutes. <laughs> two, um, three, and I, five. I still like what he's given. What he's given the Warriors. Now I told you. You know I love the big man, Steiny. You respect the big man. Do you think this is a learning lesson? Maybe. Like JaVale McGee, I felt would have took that pass and just took it and dunked it or try and dunk it to get the foul, but he didn't know anybody was behind him. A lot of traffic, but big fella, you got to go up and try to dunk that. I just don't think he had any idea the guy was in back of him, Hernan Gomez. And the thing is, great block. if you look at that block, he actually started jumping almost before Damian Jones went up. Uh, and he just he, he timed it beautifully. I mean, he just timed it beautifully. I thought, uh, you know, if ever I, – I know people like to say go for the win on the road and the tie at home. A uh, little surprised the Warriors didn't try to take a three there. Me too. But uh, – and, and Kurt, you know – Why'd he pass? I was well, shot. He couldn't have shot it. He couldn't have shot it. He had nowhere to go. He was lucky to, to dump it off, to tell you the truth. I was – you know, I didn't think he put Damian Jones in a great spot – but, you know, usually, Joe, you know, Jones, I think the thing Denver had going for him was that they knew Jones couldn't head fake because he didn't know how much time there was. He was going to have to he was going to have to get the shot off as quickly as possible. And Denver knew that. And that's why once the ball once Curry went inside, everybody just kind of uh, sunk in and it got really congested in a hurry. Were you shocked that Steve, the great Steve Curry called a timeout? Because I remember the Pops, the Phil Jacksons, the Steve Kerrs, they call the timeout and draw something up. He kind of just, you know, you're on your own, and that's what happened. Well, I think those guys play it kind of by ear a little bit, and I'm sure that they knew they weren't going to call a timeout if he made the second one um, because Murray ended up missing the first one. But uh, I've seen Kerr do it both ways now. Maybe in maybe another time, he would inbound at half court, maybe try to set up a play. But I'll tell you what, when the Warriors come down, even after that miss and they're they're kind of in open space, I mean, that's that's when they're very, very dangerous. 888-957-9570 is the number. The Warriors get beat by the Denver Nuggets tonight, 100-98. to Steph Curry led the Warriors with 30. But he was just 10 for 23 from the floor, 6 for 16 from three-point range. And that's 16 threes ties a season high from last year for most three-pointers attempted in a game. And now Steph, with six threes, moves him past Paul Pierce for sixth place on the NBA's all-time three-pointers list. Eight more, and he's going to surpass Jamal Crawford, who we'll see tomorrow night when the Phoenix Suns come into town. Now, what if I were to tell you Jokic is a great player? I expected big things of him tonight. He wasn't bad. But him and Murray, they they, they weren't no-shows, but they didn't impact the game like I thought they needed to in order for Denver to win. Now, I know Jokic had 23 points. But but they they went 
they were running everything through him late. Yeah, but I, mean, I he just he handles the ball like every time down the court in those last four or five minutes. Coming off the triple double, Stani, <laughs> I thought you know Damian Jones would. He, I mean, he was using that body on him to. You know, they respected young Damian Jones. I, I just thought this was a game the Warriors could get, especially with Murray not you know not helping out at all three points. Well, I mean, it's the the. Nuggets started the game shooting three for 24. Good Lord. And you figure if the Warriors can't win a game in which they force 21 misses out of the first 24 shots, it tells you that the Warriors weren't in sync either in that opening half. Uh, you know, I was uh, listening to Tim Roy, and he, he said it. The, the Warriors should have been up more by the uh, by halftime, especially after the first quarter. I thought the one player who I thought was excellent again was Kevon Looney tonight. Ten points, six rebounds. And, I mean, you can call it a doghouse, but those two guys are better than Jordan Bell right now. Oh. Damian Jones and Kevon Looney are better than Jordan Bell right now. And Bell played three and a half minutes. I mean, he's going to get plenty of opportunity. I guarantee you that. But right now... Those two players are playing better than him. Yeah, and uh, Iguodala played 26 minutes after not playing the last game. I know basketball is a game of rhythm, but Steining, when you overpass and don't take a shot in a possession, I know this is strong, but I feel like it's almost like a turnover because you robbed the possession of its essence of taking the shot when you have it, and he overpassed at least four or five times tonight, and I don't know what it is. Like, Andre, they take the shot. It's okay if it don't go in. Well, I mean, we, we've seen that. We have seen that. From, from uh, Iguodala over the course of his Warriors career. I mean, what's that about? He's, I don't know. I mean, I think sometimes he just kind of mentally isn't there. He just, he just wasn't. I mean, he has to come out of the game tonight after he committed a foul, and they didn't know why. They speculated because he thought he might get a technical foul because uh, he was upset about the call. But I thought that was weird. He got called for a foul, and he asked to come out of the game. You know, I'm looking at, I'm looking at this box score, and I think that. Man, There'll certainly be some Warrior fans who, who look at the 29 fouls and the 42 free throws, but here's the bottom line. Warriors didn't play well enough to win that game. They just didn't play well enough to win the game. They and they were lucky the to beat well Utah. Enough. You're right. They didn't shoot the ball well enough from three. They didn't take care of the ball well enough. And I thought defensively they were good in stretches. But again... They sent him to the line 42 times. What? That, that's a whole lot. What did you think about that play where Draymond faked it to Steph at the end of the game and then went in, got fouled, missed the f- second free throw? I, and I told you, couldn't that have been KD or, or Clay and Steph, like a Rubik's Cube? Couldn't have been one of those three, two of those three together on that possession? Nothing against Dre, but I just – I don't know. I don't, I don't. I don't know why. You know, his number was called on that to go to the basket well, and then go to the free throw I mean, line, which I was seventy percent. I'm like, ah. What do you mean seventy? That's what he was shooting free from. His he shot seventy eight last year. Yeah, that in it. In it. Yeah, this year seventy. But, but he missed the. Uh, he second missed the. One. He missed the the big second one. I mean, a lot of times that play we've seen it before. It can yield a wide open drive for Draymond. He's got a dunk out of that a few times. Uh, he's supposed to read it, obviously. He thought he had an alley. Uh, if he didn't have it, he would have probably continued on with a play, and I'm sure the ball would have found somebody else's hands. 
But, uh, yeah, Draymond Green missed a big free throw with uh, nine seconds to go that could have tied the game. He made one out of two. And, you know, the, the, the possession before that, Curry missed a three where he was isolated against Jokic. I thought he was a little fatigued there trying to take the easy way out with a three-pointer rather than driving it to the basket. He missed the, tur- the possession before that was the Iguodala turnover when he tried to uh, make that extra yeah. pass. So after the Warriors had tied the game at 97, what essentially happened was turnover and a, and a three from Curry that didn't go down. And, and the next thing you know, you get beat 198. Now – I know I do, you as well. We respect Steve Kerr to the utmost. Uh, he's not a guy that, you know, a lot of hyperbole. But at the postgame presser, he said through three quarters, that was some of the worst basketball they've played in his tenure, in the four years he's been here. That To me, that carries a lot of weight. Are you seeing anything like that to where – Whoa, these guys are off because right now it's just Steph Curry to me, Steiny. Well, they didn't play well for they didn't play well for most of tonight's game. But again, I think there's going to be a lot of nights that they play <laughs> like this. I mean, this is their fifth straight trip where they're trying to make it to the NBA Finals. Last year, the whole theme of the season was that they were seemed to be playing with a malaise to them. So, I mean, after four years. If you're noticing that the Warriors aren't are having trouble, let's say getting up for every game, well, they're going to have trouble getting up for every game in year five too. I mean, you want to know what's going on with Iguodala? I don't think anything's going on with Iguodala other than he knows it's the third game of the season. So I'm not ready to push any kind of panic button, of course. And I think the Warriors are going to have fits and starts this year. I really do because. It's just going to be tough for them to play uh, motivated basketball for the next six or seven months. 888-957-9570 is the number if you want to get in and talk about this one. What'd you like about it? If anything, what'd you not like about it? You're listening to Warriors Wrap-Up, brought to you by Realtor.com, your home for all Warriors information. I thought 12 minutes left, we're down eight, whatever it was, after playing, you know, some of the worst basketball I've seen in three years here, honestly, um, for whatever I've been here, four years. But I know our guys. I know what they're about. And I didn't want to, you know, not give them every opportunity to win. And sure enough, they, they came back and they came fighting back. Our guys have so much uh, competitive juice and spirit. Every night they want to win. And I wanted to give them the best chance to win. And I thought Draymond really picked us up in the fourth with his fire and his energy. And, but what I told the guys in there is we can't expect to win every game on emotion. It's game three of an 82-game season. We've got to be able to win on execution and intelligence. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. That sound by Steve Kerr, brought to you by Nation's Giant Hamburgers. Best since 1952. Steve Kerr talking about the Warriors and their defeat. This from the text line, which you can reach us by at 95795. Why does everyone keep saying how tough it is to get up for these games? I've never seen another dynasty in the history of the NBA use these excuses this often. I don't know if I'm going to agree with that. I don't know if I'm going to agree with that. I mean, 
if you look at the Celtics and the Lakers in the mid-'80s, I mean, they don't – listen, the bottom line is the Warriors are three plays away from winning that game, and nobody's talking about how they're not getting up for every game. The bottom line is when you're as talented as the Warriors, Steve Kerr hit it. When you're as talented as the Warriors, you don't have to necessarily get up for every game. You just have to execute. And tonight they they didn't execute, and then they brought the emotion a little bit too late. Yeah, and a big part of what they do, Splash Brothers Capital, is three-pointers. And outside of Steph Curry, Stiney, everybody on the Golden State Warriors was one for 13 from the three-point line. So I know it's three games, 12 quarters. That's not going to cut it. It's it, the you know season is still young, but it's something to watch because if those other two can't contribute, good God, what do we have here? Where are you going to make those points up at if you're shooting a tray, but they're not going in? And I see you giving me that look like it's early, but Clay was on fire in the preseason. He couldn't miss. I, I'm just throwing that. I was like, uh oh, he about to you know start off fast. It hasn't been that way. The Nuggets missed 18 free throws tonight, the most missed foul shots by a Warrior opponent since 2012, Sacramento Kings, who went 24 for 42 from the line. And then the 510 has a question. He says, why have they gone away from Looney in the late minutes? I think he wanted to get Damian Jones in there late. I think he wants Damian Jones to play some meaningful minutes late. Because if you think about Looney, I mean, Looney's played – Big, big minutes. He's played big minutes in finals. He's played big minutes in Western Conference finals. And I think Steve Kerr knows exactly what he's got with Looney. But he wants to see what he's got uh, with Damian Jones, and I think that's why he wanted him on the floor late. And Jones is no pushover in the pick and roll, but Looney is like a master of it. So that, that bodes well you know, for why you want Looney out there. Stiney, you are right. They, they had this game. They walked the Nuggets down, but... Again, I look at Quinn Cook, 11 minutes, and this is not bad. I just, when I see him, I just think instant offense. But he only had two, uh, one shot tonight, not many on the season. What's different when he's out there with the second team? Is it the mindset? Why am I not seeing the volume of shot attempts from Quinn Cook? Well, I mean, because last year he came in, Stoney, with the. Just, well, he's playing 30, 35 minutes for Steph Curry when he was hurt. I mean, it's a lot harder when you're playing uh, smaller minutes. But, I mean, if you look at the bench, let's look at the bench. Looney's been very good early. Iguodala, no. Jarebko's been very solid, including the game winner. Uh, that's about it for the bench. McKinney, Cook, Bell, Evans, Lee uh, haven't really contributed yet. But uh, it's early, and right. listen, he's going to. He, he talked about playing younger players. So if he continues to to want to play the Damian Joneses, and uh, even McKinney got three minutes. Cook, I mean, they're, I, you know, they're going to have some growing pains then. Yeah, and I'm looking at the uh, rebounds. They did themselves. I mean, the Warriors stood up to the Nuggets in regard to the rebounding. Uh, Out rebounded only by seven. Uh, the Nuggets shot worse from three than the Warriors did. And still got the W, so that's that's what shocks me. Well, the one thing that didn't shock me was the play of Mason Plumley. You know, last year, Guru, we're talking about Mason How do you Plumley. Remember, man, I remember everything. <laughs> last year, we're talking about Mason Plumley. Watched him in Portland a lot. I liked him, and I said, "Boy, Mason Plumley would be a really nice center for the Warriors." And I guess a bunch of people who don't know much about basketball. Thought I was crazy. 
Well, you saw tonight what he can do. He's a big body, can finish Man. around the rim. Very, very good passer. Smart. Doesn't try to do too much. His hands have improved, or have they always? He can always to, pass. I'm, no, but now he's going up with strength and finishing the shot. Like, he used to be able to knock it out of his hand. He's improved, man, and he, he 16 big minutes for the Nuggets tonight. Yeah, Jonas Jerebko followed up uh, his game-winning shot. Steve Kerr tried to put him in late for an offensive rebound, but uh, he, didn't, he didn't get an opportunity. Uh, again, the last play of the game – you know, I'm looking at I'm looking at the uh, the way. I mean, the Warriors were so lucky to even be in this game. They were down four with two and a half minutes to go, and uh, Denver had the ball. Jokic then committed a shot clock violation where he messed around with the ball a little too long on the couldn't believe that low one. post. Curry hits a runner with two minutes to cut it to two. Warriors foul. Next possession. Murray misses both free throws. Both free throws. Iguodala gets a fast break. It's 97-97. I mean, the, the, the Nuggets were 24 for 42 from the line. 24 for 42. Is that, I'm just asking you, have anything to do with this new rule that they implemented? Where we talked about the screen and the pick and roll where they were going to be, if you weren't set... Because the NBA, when you look around, the scores are inflated, Stani. And I'm wondering, 42 free throws, are they calling ticky-tack fouls? Well, they're stressing that freedom of movement. And if you're going to deter people off the ball, they're going to call that. And they're, they're, they're certainly calling uh, the defense on fouls when they feel like they're impeding an offensive player, either with, either with the ball or without. Let's go, to, uh, let's go to Greg. Greg's in Walnut Creek. What's up, Greg? Thanks for kicking me, Steiny. Yeah. Uh, you know, Guru. First, I, I I'll be real. I wanted to call out that you're Chicken Little, man. You, you sky is falling always. They're the best thing we got in the Bay Area. Let's just embrace it and shoot. I mean, they they wanted the buzzer. You know, they're two of three. It's a long season. Take a breath. They're the best team in basketball, hands down. I mean, even Shaq said they'd they'd go eighty, what seventy nine and three if they actually cared, but. That aside, the Warriors are getting the best shot from every team they face every night they play, and they also are getting uh, – they're playing six men at every game. The refs are going to call – what was it last game? They, the, the, the free throw differential was like, you know, 75% to, you know, the Jazz, and the Warriors got like, you know, 10 free throws. So, you know, realize that they're facing an uphill battle every game. And, you know, when they need to turn it on, they will. I mean, come on. I like the fact that you get up. I like the fact that you get down. But be real. Like, the Warriors are the best thing uh, since sliced bread. And, and also just add that I picked them to win it all. And all that I focus on tonight, maybe I need to go check the tapes, Donnie. All I focused on tonight was uh, the three-point shooting or their lack of from KD and Clay. I, I damn near didn't say the season's in jeopardy. Well, but. I mean, KD, what, what, what's he done the last two nights before this? I, I hear you, but, you know, you can't, you can't go woe is me every game when, you know, uh, yes, Clay has been off. He has not had a good game yet where you go pow. But, you know, it, still, they got the pieces. You know, you heard Kerr say Draymond stepped up. Draymond hasn't had that pop game yet, and this was the one. So they're fitting it all together. They're going to – you, you – 
you're right. They're going to roll to the finals. They're going to roll whoever they play. Um, but you, know, you can't come on the radio just to get some, ooh, man, the Warriors are in trouble. Like, just bask in the glory that is the Michael Jordan Bulls. Well, I'll say this wow. about Clay Thompson. First of all, uh, help me know. out, Stoney. I ain't being negative tonight. No, not negative, oh. but you worry. You, you know, oh. you're kind of sounding oh. alarms okay. and stuff. People, they don't like that yeah, when natural. You're talking about yeah. the Warriors. Uh, real quick, Jamal Murray goes zero for nine. I mean, that, Clay Thompson's got something to do with that. You know, they have two good guards in the back: Gary Harris and Jamal Murray. Uh, Clay and Steph both took turns on both of them, but. There's a reason Jamal Murray struggled. There's a reason Donovan Mitchell struggled. Uh, Clay Thompson was able to do his job again on the defensive end. All right, 888-957-9570 is the number. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up Show brought to you by Realtor.com. Your home for all Warriors information. We're going to have the play of the game next. It's been called pretty tight, which, you know, we were told that. Defense isn't really an emphasis anymore in this league. I think you're seeing that all around the league with these high scores. You know, we know what the emphasis is. Now back to Warriors Wrap-Up on 95.7 The Game. Draymond Green talking about the officiating. He said nothing that was wrong. The league is making a note, making it a point of emphasis to call the contact off the ball that what they deem uh, holds players up or impairs their uh, freedom of movement. All righty, time for the play of the game. It's time for the play of the game. He got it! Tune in tomorrow morning to Steinmetz and Guru at 1030 for your chance to win $100. Now, here's the play of the game. Durant bounce pass, Andre, down Broadway, to the rim, slams it down. The Warriors have tied the game at 97. All right, that was the play of the game brought to you by Putnam Auto. Visit Putnam Cadillac, Chevrolet, Buick, GMC, and Burlingame featuring the all-new XT4 crossover SUV or visit PutnamGM.com. And remember, tune in tomorrow at 1030. Tell me and Guru, I should say, tell Guru and me what tonight's play of the game was to win $100. Right? $100, right? We just giving away straight cash, homie. Giving away lots of money, lots of gift cards, lots of different things. And uh, you're welcome. Let's go to Lionel in Fremont. Hey, Lionel, what's up, man? Diamonds and Guru. On the late night, I love it. It's a good thing you got that the station did this. I love it that you guys are doing the post game, man. I'm excited every time I'm at their game. Um, one thing that's not exciting me, and it kind of got me frustrated. Now I'm not like you know, oh everything's all bad. You know, we lost to Denver, third game of the season. You know, I, I'm not really flipping out that. But what aggravates me is that Denver played last night, and for them to come out and get the W after a, a back-to-back, like, and, and, and you know, it, it's starting to get to me hearing, 
oh, we got to get up for these games. And, you know, hey, if you, I mean, you're in the, you're in, you're in the pros. I mean, come on, I'm getting tired of that excuse. Like, ah, oh, well, they don't get up for these games. You got to get up. And if you don't get up, the young guys need to get up. Like someone, you know, well, you know Tremont kind of brought in the fourth. But that's the biggest thing that aggravates me about tonight is that Denver played last night. But other than that, you know, no need to jump off, you know, jump off ship. I mean, they're going to, like the, like the caller, a couple of callers ago said, they'll be there at the end. We know it. But I just want to see that hunger, man. I, I, I know they can't do it every night, but I just want to see a little more of it, guys. Love the show. Let's go, Oakland. Go, Doug. All right, man. That's, uh, that's Lionel in Fremont. Here's a good, interesting note. Over the last five seasons, only two teams have won at least six regular season meetings with the Nug- with the Warriors, the Nuggets and the San Antonio Spurs. You're listening to the Warriors Wrap-Up Show presented by Realtor.com, your home for all Warriors information. Now, I got a question for you. Yeah. We heard Coach Kerr at the parade. Uh, everybody else has talked about how this team, the Warriors, were going to lean on the young guys. And again tonight, I'm just throwing it out there, Kevin Durant, 39 minutes, Curry, 39 minutes, Clay Thompson, 36 minutes. My question to you, Stani, at what juncture does something change to where we see these guys play less minutes? It's a good question. I, I don't know that I have the answer. I just – I think the only thing I can think of is he's playing these guys that many minutes because he wants them to push through that fatigue conditioning plateau that they say pro athletes have they got to break through i wouldn't know i've never really been d3 though d3 but um i think it's just a matter of maybe he wants to get those guys uh, wins behind him but you're right i mean i i expected um a little more a little more youth although without patrick mccaw man i mean who's really young on this team Quinn Cook and Jordan Bell, Damian Jones already starting. Evans not ready. Evans isn't ready. So, I don't know. Iguodala, 26 minutes tonight. If I had a gun to your head, does he sit tomorrow or we'll see him again tomorrow night? It's a good question. It depends how he feels. I'm sure he tells Steve Kerr what he wants to do. Warriors failed to score 100 points. And that happened 12 times last year when the Warriors didn't score 100. They were 3-9 and nine in those games. And so right now they are 0-1 in those games. Denver's been a tough place for the Warriors to play lately. There's, there's, there's no doubt about it. Denver's beaten the Warriors at least once in each of the last five years. They've, they've played Steve Kerr's Warriors very good. And maybe that has something to do with the fact that Denver isn't the easiest place to play. Yeah, one of two teams to uh, beat the Warriors six regular season games in the last five years, and the other is the San Antonio Spurs. So the Nuggets, they got a good team. They do have a good team, and keep in mind they were playing without Will Barton, who is a uh, starter for them, and he was replaced in the lineup by Torrey Craig, someone that was a uh, USC Upstate, University of South Carolina Upstate. Corey Craig, pretty amazing. Seven oh seven says, "Wouldn't that holding help the Warriors?" Yeah, you think it would? You think it would? And I think it will. I think it'll even out. Uh, and I actually think it'll probably kind of go away these these types of fouls. But I think Draymond Green's right. I mean, the league wants one hundred and thirty five to one hundred and twenty eight because 
just prettier to the eye, or that? It's whatever. I'm watching do. basketball regardless of what it is, but the point of emphasis for more scoring. I guess we're seeing that in all all the major sports. I just don't understand it. I mean, it's a better time if it's one four one thirty two to one thirty, huh? I guess so. I mean, I guess so. I, Not I the quality of the basketball. Well, I you know, I thought the Warriors just didn't play well to start the game and then weren't able to pick it up as much as they needed. But that's going to do it for the Warriors wrap-up presented by Realtor.com, your place for all Warriors information. I'll be back with Guru tomorrow, 10 to noon. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.